Hey friends, and welcome to episode 120 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, and if the last couple of years has taught us anything, it's that we don't have control over everything. But within our lives, businesses, homes, and calendars, we actually can have some kind of control, even when the world around us feels a little topsy-turvy. And because of that, today's guest, Alexandra Beauregard, believes that routines and simple systems are the keys to create freedom and prioritize what matters most. Alexandra also loves a well-placed emoji and a spectacular color coding system. But let me tell you all about Alexandra before we dive into this episode. Alexandra Beauregard is a productivity coach and systems strategist. She helps female entrepreneurs take back control of their day, time, life, and business with simple systems, routines, and schedules that work so they can enjoy the true female entrepreneur lifestyle of having a life and a business they love at the same time. She's all about kicking busy, hustle, and overwhelm to the curb, and thinks the world would be a better place if everything was color-coded and coffee always came in cute coffee mugs. She's obsessed with empty inboxes and checking things off her to-do list and thinks you can conquer anything with a plan and pink lipstick. Helping you find your productivity zone is her genius zone. Hang with her long enough and she'll have you believing that productivity is possible anytime, anywhere, and for anyone. Yes, even for you. In today's conversation with Alexandra, she shares how having systems and routines enable her to run a successful business without sacrificing her health and free time. She shares the four mantras she lives by in her life and work to be productive without burnout. She also tells us about the power of white space grace and why you should build it into your schedule. And finally, you'll hear her key to creating routines you'll actually stick to regardless of your personality type, job title, or season of life. As usual, you know you can find all the details for this episode in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 120, including links to stay in touch with Alexandra and details about her favorite productivity tools. And finally, I want to thank you again for tuning in and being a fan. And if you haven't yet, I invite you to click the subscribe button to be notified as soon as new episodes go live. If you like what you hear, I'd be so grateful for your review. And with that, It's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. Hello, Alexandra. Welcome to It's About Time. I am so excited to talk with you today. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. 
Yeah, I just, I love this. This is such a match made in heaven between you with the productivity zone and me with It's About Time. I just feel like we're about to completely geek out on all things time management and productivity. Totally. We're going to nerd out completely. I love it. So get ready for this. I, of course, as as always, I shared who you are and what you do with your official bio in the intro, but I always love to hear from people in their own words. So tell me, how do you spend your time these days? Oh gosh, working, sleeping. I am a happier human being and a better business owner when I get the correct number of hours of sleep. Ditto. That's just, if I don't get the right amount of sleep, I'm not on top of my game. But I am a 30-something single gal. I am a business owner. This is actually, the Productivity Zone is my second business. I had a wedding blog for seven years before switching total gears. And I also have, I'm a dog and cat mom. I have two. And I'm also a chronic pain and illness battler. And I just, productivity, time management, organization systems, I could talk about that stuff. All day, every day. It's my favorite topics. I feel you. We are definitely kindred spirits in that case. So where in the world are you? Where are you joining me from? I am in Western Massachusetts. If you were to look on a map, there's a little dink that goes into Connecticut. And that's where I live. <laughs> a little dink that goes into Connecticut. That's hilarious. So I, I, I really want to go back Back to the future? No. Take me back in time to wedding (laughs) blogging days. And what was that switch like to from wedding blogging to productivity? What was that like? So it what it it's gonna sound like it sounds like total opposite ends, but I got started in the wedding blog world. I was like obsessed with looking at wedding blogs when I used to work for Apple Retail Mm. on all of my breaks. I don't know how I stumbled across them, probably Pinterest to be perfectly honest, Mm. but I just who doesn't love pretty pictures of a wedding but Mm. my whole thing I've always been a writer I love to write and that's why blogging is like my number one thing to do and I really wanted to know the love story of every bride and groom so that was the whole mission behind my wedding blog but after about five years I think it was I started to just I was sick and tired honestly of talking about escort cards and tool every day because I just had so many other interests I did a lot of admin work for the Apple retail store that I worked with a lot of behind the scenes stuff scheduling figuring out systems and just that kind of stuff and reading about productivity tips and time management and how to just make things more efficient and effective was just always something that I like to do and even in school, I will totally preface this. I was the Hermione Granger of my class that I spent every free period in the library. I never, ever, in all of my years of school, never pulled an all-nighter. I was always just doing homework and projects during the, during my free periods. And I was the neatest and most detailed note taker in class that if somebody was out sick, they would come to me for the note, oh. and, and everything was color coded. I color coded all of my school supplies by subject, and I could I would color code the world if I could. That's I like yeah, that's fantastic, deep, deep thing. And from a young age, all the way up through even the wedding blog days, I was just like, gosh, I would love to be able to share more about this stuff. And actually, I started getting questions from just other wedding bloggers and the photographers and the wedding planners that I had contact with, and they were just like, you know, how do you? stay so on top of things. How are you so organized? How do you have a life on the weekends and at night? I'm working all hours and attached to my computer. And I'll be totally honest, when I first got started in the in owning my own business, I fell mm-hmm. down that rabbit hole yeah. of hustle and burnout. And after I think it was like about a year that I was just like, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing what I'm doing. 
and just getting what I'm getting. I have to go back to what I did in school, basically. And I mean, I was made fun of in school for being the girl in the library. I was the nerd. So I was actually, I don't know if this is going to work because everybody, all you hear about even back then and even now still is that busy is a badge of honor and that hustle for all the things. And I was just like, yeah, that doesn't work for me. I need to change things. And I was just like, huh, I wonder how this is going to go over. And instead of being made fun of, like I was in school, I started getting more questions. And so I was like, okay, that's cool. Maybe I have something that I can, you know, share my wisdom kind of thing. Maybe there's something Uh here. Yeah. So I decided at that point to switch the wedding blog to a lifestyle blog so that I could share more organization tips and productivity tips. But it just, it wasn't working as Mm -hmm. a lifestyle blog. And I was just like, I really just want to go all in. Mm -hmm. And so I made the decision. The universe kind of didn't work with me at that point. I had a massive health trauma 30 days after I launched the productivity zone. It basically fell off the face of the earth for about six months. And coming back from that was really um, long, hard, difficult. And it was at that point too, that I was just like, I need to really sink into what I know and just really hone in on the systems and the schedules and the routines that can help me be a business owner and also take care of myself because that was really important. Wow. So you've always had this knack, this desire, this need, this natural know-how for productivity and systems, you were Hermione Granger before Hermione Granger was Hermione Granger. And then after the health trauma that you described, it was almost as if there was no other way that you had to embrace that organized, that systems, the mm-hmm. just those methods in order to create a business and a life that really worked for you. Yep. And that's my whole mission behind the productivity zone is that I don't believe in hustle and busy and overwhelmed. That's not the female entrepreneur lifestyle. I believe that the true female entrepreneur lifestyle is having a business you love that's also successful and profitable, but also having a life that you love and that's well lived. Yeah, That to me is the true female entrepreneur lifestyle. That's what I try to live up to. And that's what I try to teach other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I think that the ambitious female professional, ambitious female business owner, whether Mm -hmm. you own your own business or not, I think this resonates very strongly because I fully believe that it is possible and there is proof that you can be successful, whether it's in your career or mm-hmm. your business, whichever path you've chosen for yourself, that doesn't mm-hmm. require you to absolutely run yourself ragged. Like, but the how can seem a little more out of reach for those who may not have that natural knack. So I'd love to hear from from you. Like when you say that you have created the systems and the color coding and the processes and the schedules. What does that actually look like for you? So how do you take this concept of a business, being a business owner, or even being a professional that doesn't have to run themselves ragged or wear busy as a badge of honor? And then what does that look like for you in practice? How do you do it? (laughs) So I live by basically four mantras in both my life and my business. And the first one is that to simplify everything. 
because when you simplify everything, you won't waste time on anything. And the second one is to organize everything so that you can find everything and not, again, waste time trying to find all the things that you need when you need them. The third thing is to systemize everything. And that's so that you know how to do everything. You don't have to sit there and think about it. If it's systemized and broken down into a workflow or a process, it's so much easier on your brain just to be able to go, yep, I can just check all these things off instead of waking up in the middle of the night and going, oh shoot, I forgot to do this thing. Or that link doesn't work or just all of those things. It's so much easier if you have a workflow and a process. And then the fourth thing, and this is like the be all end all do all of my whole everything, <laughs> um, is, to, is to schedule everything because okay. then you have time for everything. And I know there are so many people that will come back and say, oh, if you schedule everything, then there's no freedom. There's no spontaneity or anything like that. And I actually truly believe it's the exact opposite mm -hmm. because when you schedule time for everything and you have time for everything, that you have time to do the things you need to do, the things you have to do and the things you want to do. Mm -hmm. And I also live by something that I call white space grace. Ooh. which is allowing yourself to have white space in your schedule to give grace for good things and bad things that might pop up because they do pop up all the time. Life happens yeah. and there's going to be opportunities and exciting things that are going to pop up. And then there's going to be emergencies that also pop up and you have to be prepared for all of those. But if you have white space grace built into your schedule, and also you're making sure that you're scheduling, again, all of those things you need to do, want to do, and have to do. Everything goes much smoother. Everything mm -hmm. is smoother. And you're not um, running around like a chicken with your head cut off. You're not <laughs> hustling yourself into the ground. You're not experiencing burnout. And you know what? Nobody wants to experience burnout. I have been there. It is not a fun place mm -hmm. to be. I do not recommend it. Not a fan. Um, no stars. No. <laughs> exactly. So I truly... These are the four mantras that I live by in my life and my business. And I just, I truly believe that they are the key to a life well lived and a business, or if you don't have a business, just a professional life that's successful and that you feel good in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Simplify everything, organize everything, systemize everything, and schedule everything. Correct. I would love to, if you don't mind, just dive mm -hmm. into each one of those very briefly. Mm -hmm. You know, when we sure. say simplify everything, I'm not going to lie. I have a bad habit of wanting to overcomplicate things. I can't <laughs> just plan a birthday party. Okay, so we have to have this huge extravagant thing with all of these activities and this and that. And I find myself, lately I'm trying to ask myself, okay, wait, no. How can I make this simpler? How can I make this mm -hmm. simpler? What does that look like for you How in simplifying everything? Can you give me an example? So simplifying everything can be as <laughs> simple as, <laughs> excuse me, that if you're, let's talk about like meal planning for a second mm -hmm. if, and meal prepping. Meal planning and like just getting dinner on the table and thinking about meals for the week is a total stress point for women of all seasons and all lifestyles. That's for a lot of people. Something that I learned even from my mom is how to just make things easier on yourself when it comes to meal prepping, meal planning. And sometimes that means buying the bag of chopped up broccoli mm -hmm. in the produce section instead okay. of buying the whole crown 
and having to chop it up yourself because it's going to save you at least five or 10 minutes of chopping Mm -hmm. all of that up. It's simple. Another just do a completely opposite, simple thing. A lot of times people, and I've done this myself, you can over-organize or Mm -hmm. even like over-color. And I love, because we were talking about uh, the simplified launch earlier this week, Emily Lay always gives this great example of over-organizing. And she, when one of her kid, when her oldest child was young, he loved Legos and mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. of her kids now love Legos, <laughs> but she said, I love Legos. She, we all love Legos. Who doesn't? But, and so she was, she's always color coding and systems and organization herself. And so she went and picked up all of these colorful bins and put all of the red Legos in the red bin and all of the yellow ones in the yellow bin and in the green and the blue and so on. Right. I feel like I know where but this what is. happens <laughs> when her son then played with Legos that afternoon and then she said, okay, let's pick up, you know, toys at, at bedtime. And he just picked up all the Legos and tossed them into one of the bins. And she was just like, you didn't put the red ones in the red bucket and you didn't put the yellow ones in the yellow bucket. And it was at that point that she was like, that was too much. That was Mm -hmm. a step too far. And she simplified it by saying, okay, we just have one bucket. All the Legos go in the bucket. Yeah. Yeah. So that even for me, (laughs) when it comes to like color coding, if you, like I have entire color coding system that works across my entire business. So my um, digital calendar is color coded. My Asana is color coded. All of the digital files on my computer are color coded. And then everything, I use the color coding dots in my Simplify Planner. Mm-hmm. And it's all consistent across the board. So that hot pink is the, it is the same thing for every piece of my business that's color coded. Mm-hmm. So that when I'm looking at it, I know immediately what hot pink means. Mm-hmm. And I know what navy blue means. I know what green means. So that if you make anything, if you make systems, routines, or even your schedule too complicated, Ah. you will not follow through. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. It's too hard to keep up with it. It's too hard to do it every day. You'll end up hating it and resenting it and not doing it. And that's one of the reasons why people don't do it. And it's because it's too complicated. Right. It's So that to take it back a step, and I'm constantly asking myself, how can I make this easier, better, or funner? Mm-hmm. I, I ask like- myself about everything, and that's yeah. how do that I whole simplify. Exactly. It's remember that whole thing for a while that I think it was Staples had the easy button. Yes. Think about that when it comes to your business or your life. If I could hit an easy button right now, what would that do to make this whatever it is you're working on better, easier, especially and funner? I adore that. My word of the year this year is delight. And so Ooh, I love that. I'm trying to ask that question more often. Mm-hmm. How can I make this more fun? How can I give delight to someone else? How can I make this more delightful for me or my mm-hmm. family? Just trying to remember to infuse that piece of fun in there. Love that. Absolutely. And the example that you gave, the story about Emilele and the yep. one nose in the buckets, that is just, it's so funny because it's so true. Sometimes we really mm-hmm. we try to take it that extra step that then complicates things and is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. So organize everything. Mm -hmm. What exactly does that look like? So for me, for the longest time when I had my wedding vlog, especially everything went into notebooks. Mm -hmm. I wrote all of my content ideas, all of my business plans, just all of this stuff, anything that I needed to remember that I wanted to work on, everything went into a notebook. What happens when you then say, I wrote something down last Wednesday and it was about blah, 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 but I don't remember which notebook I wrote it in. 
And then I'm also going to spend the next three hours searching through all of the notebooks, trying to find the one thing that you remember that you wrote down about XYZ. Because you can't Google a notebook. You can't Google it. You can't search for it. You can't do command F to find it. And (laughs) that was just a total, it just didn't work. And I was just like, I can't keep doing this. This is ridiculous. And and there's also sticky notes. I love sticky notes. Yeah, but love a a well-placed sticky. I love a well-placed sticky note, but I also have cats that run off with my sticky notes and never to be found ever again. My my (laughs) kids are like that. If I have sticky notes up, I'll find them somewhere else in the house. I found, I I have these little sticky note flags that I use to plan my podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. And then randomly in the dining room is an entire little pile of (laughs) lavender sticky note flags. I'm like, yep. How did this get here? Yep. Exactly. So... There's no way to search through paper stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're going to spend so much time searching through that thing. Yeah. And that, that's honestly, it's a waste of time. Yeah. So that's when I started to use a project management system. And I first started with Trello. I have since switched to Asana. And it's a night and day difference. And a lot of times people don't realize they get into these project management systems like Trello and Asana and they just start plugging in tasks. They don't mm-hmm. realize that these project management systems and task management systems can be so much more. You can use them as an information hub yes. so that you can keep track of all of the things that you need to remember about your business. You can keep track of testimonials and affiliate links and your bio and all of this stuff in one place, along with your marketing calendar and your content ideas for all of your all of the different places that you have content And you can keep track of clients and you can keep track of projects and products and courses. And the list is endless, basically. Mm -hmm. But you can then go in and search for those things. And it's so much easier when everything is organized that even when a client says, oh, um, I accidentally deleted that file and it looks like I also emptied my trash. Do you (laughs) have an extra? Can you send me that file again? How awful is it if you then wait hours or days because you're like... (laughs) I don't know where that file is. (laughs) Um, Instead, when everything is organized, you can go boom and you can have that to that client in minutes. Everything at your fingertips. So I am going to take this opportunity to share my experience with your Asana Assistant. So Asana Assistant is an amazing, um, it's a collection of templates and how to use them. Mm -hmm. So anyone who has worked with me in the past as one of my time management coaching clients knows how much I love Trello. And I'm not going to lie, Trello is my first love. When Mm -hmm. it comes, it was mine too. (laughs) Project management systems. As a result of diving into Trello, and and I'll act, I'll even go so far as to say that after I experienced my time of burnout when I left my ten-year career in crisis communications, I found Mm -hmm. Trello not too long after that, and it really did change my life. But Mm -hmm. what changed my life about it was not the program itself; it was the realization that I could organize my details, my family life, my professional life, everything Mm -hmm. was in an easy to grab place. Everything had a place Mm -hmm. and you could link out to it. And so I created this collection of templates that I would share with my clients, home base and business guidebook, and just all of these different, an event planning template. And Mm -hmm. very recently I, I began to feel like my business as I am adding contractors, as my husband, Scott now works in the business, we started to outgrow 
the functionality of Trello. We really needed something yep. that was a bit more collaborative and had more bells and whistles. And so mm-hmm. we made the move over to Asana and Alexandra, I felt like I had to like just completely start over from scratch and it felt so yep. daunting trying to mm-hmm. continue running my business and work for Clockwise in my full-time role and rebuild all of these dashboards that I had created in yep. Trello to Asana. And I hopped over to your system shop and I found Asana Assistant and I said, this is it. This is the answer. There is no need for me to recreate the wheel when Alexandra has already built all of these amazing wheels that I can just install. It's this awesome collection of Mm -hmm. templates for anything that you would possibly need or want to organize Mm -hmm. your business details. There's an all about business board where Mm -hmm. you can have your W9, your EIN, your brand colors, everything all in one place. And it was Mm -hmm. just the time savings for me not to have to create and design all of that and to easily step in, install, customize with our information. It's been Mm -hmm. huge. So I've got to thank you for that. And it's also such proof that, you know what? Yeah, I'm a time management coach. I could have created all of that myself, but Mm -hmm. time. I knew that the best use of my time was not to recreate the wheel and it was to use this amazing set of templates that Alexander had already created. So thank you for that. I'm so happy to hear that. And honestly, templates are one of the best time savers. I live and die by templates. If there's something I can purchase from another business owner that's going to make something in my life or business, again, better, easier, or funner, yeah, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Templates are they're amazing. They're the best thing since sliced bread. I love it. And I, I, I like sliced bread. It's really, I have a sandwich almost every day, if I'm being honest. So it's pretty high up there. Okay, y'all. So I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? 
let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. So you've mentioned that you started with Trello and Mm -hmm. now you are a big Asana user. We -hmm. know that you're simplified planner, ride or die, and that those color coding dots are your Mm go-to. What other tools, templates, programs really help you make everything happen in in a Mm -hmm. way that is productive, easy, simple. So I have a three-part planning process that I use that includes the Simplified Planner, Asana, and then also my digital calendar, which I'm an Apple user. So that's just iCal. I don't, it's nothing fancy, but I just, I like the simplicity of iCal. And so for me, the way that I use those three tools together is that anything with a scheduled date and time goes on my digital calendar. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because my simplified planner is not going to jump up and down like the little reminder in the corner of my screen to say, hey, you have a haircut in 30 minutes. You need to stop what you're doing and leave. Otherwise, you're going to have bad (laughs) hair days for the next probably two weeks until you can get back in to see the hairdresser. Although Um, I am literally (laughs) picturing a simplified planner jumping up and down on a desk and it's like cracking me up. If the simplified planner would do that, I would be super ecstatic, but I don't think that's probably ever going to happen. For me, making sure that everything with a scheduled date and time, including timelines, deadlines for anything that anything, um, excuse me, anything that has a due date, anything that if you have payments that are due, anything like that goes into the digital calendar. And again, it's color coded. I also like to use emojis to represent different Mm -hmm. things. So if it's a doctor's appointment, I use a little doctor emoji. If it's something to do with work, I use various different things. Like it's a blog post. I use the little, um, the little girl with the laptop. So there's, I use all different emojis. I love emojis. I think they're like amazing. So I use them all over the place. (laughs) Say that when you think about simplifying the cognitive load in order Mm -hmm. to be like sciencey real quick, When you look at an emoji, you instantly know what it means instead of having to exert the extra energy to exactly. And I know that sounds so silly because Mm -hmm. reading is easy, Easy. but seriously, at a glance, you see an image and Mm -hmm. your brain is able to connect that so much faster. And all our brains want to do is conserve energy and conserve calories. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing is really you're easing that cognitive load on yourself. Okay. Sorry. Exactly. Just had to interject. That's that okay. <laughs> moment. No, it makes it. That's it's exactly why I do it. So that's the digital calendar. And then in Asana, I use that as my project manager, my task manager, and also my information hub, like I said earlier. So everything mapped out when I'm working on a new product or a new course, everything's getting mapped out in Asana. I love, like, I live in the my tasks view on Asana mm-hmm. because that was one thing about Trello that I disliked right. was that you couldn't see all the things that were due or that needed to be done on one day. You had to click around to all the individual oh, boards. And so Asana, as long as you assign the task to yourself and give it a due date, all of that's going to show up in my tasks. And again, when that's color coded, just like seeing the images, seeing colors, allows you to go, oh, I have, you know, three client calls today Mm -hmm. or that kind of thing. And that really helps me to see. And I really, I have the digital calendar, my tasks and Asana pulled up all day long. And I always like to plan my next day, the night before. 
Yeah. So that, and the reason that I use the simplified planner is because I use time blocking and I mm-hmm. use the daily planner. I am a calendar your daily girl forever and ever. And <laughs> I time block my day and the hour by hour schedule because I, and actually the simplified planner is what helped me stop making to-do lists that are not accomplishable because to-do lists are not your wish list. And I used to be famous for to-do lists that were very long, that went on for multiple pages and were as long as my arm. And that wasn't accomplishable in a day. Like, why are we making those? That's just not even silly. It's unthinkable. It's silly. And I was constantly kicking myself at the end of the day for not getting enough done. And actually, like going back to science says, we can only realistically get three things done every day. Uh, yes. Three. Yes. Three. Like that blew my mind the first time I read that. And I was like, boy, I'm going about this the wrong way. No wonder I feel like crap at the end of the day because I'm looking at this giant to-do list and I'm going, I only got three things done. Let's think about that. And in different seasons, like when I was going through all of my health struggles, it, three things was even too much. Mm -hmm. I had to focus on one. New moms, when you have a new baby. The top one. One thing. One thing. Stop trying to be super mom and super woman and super business owner or super workplace hero or anything. You got to dial it back. Again, that's even simplifying right there that you got to dial it back to really be able to figure out what you can do in the season. So time blocking because making a to-do list is not enough. There's that phrase that goes around that if it's not on the list, it's not getting done. Mm -hmm. I believe that if it's not scheduled, it's not getting done. And again, that comes down to that whole thing of You will never just find the time for anything. You have to make the time. Yeah. And that's where all of these three tools really come into play. And those are like my ride or die. Those are like my simplified planner sits open right beside me on my desk, the digital calendar and my tasks and Asana is pulled up all the time. Those are my ride or die Mm -hmm. things. Like, And I use other things too. Like I use Kartra in my business. I use Canva is the bee's knees, literally. Yeah, but, but that's and coming from somebody that tried very hard to work with Photoshop for years. Canva is just so much easier. Same. Again, easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, did, I tried so hard. I was determined. I'm going to get in design. And so I, I, had my, <laughs> I had my designer create uh, some templates for InDesign because I was going to get it. And then finally, I basically went back to her with my tail between my legs. And I was like, you know what? It's not worth my time. Can you please mm-hmm. create these for me in Canva? Because she had offered. Okay. She had offered to make them in Canva. And I'm like, no, okay. I'm going to be legit. Mm-hmm. Silly. Silly now. business. And templates, like I, we were talking about earlier, templates are clutch. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's, they always say everybody has the same 24 hours in your day. Some of us just use templates, Some which us makes us more effective mm-hmm. and more efficient. Love. Talking about scheduling everything. Mm-hmm. So one of the exercises that I do during my workshop, Get a Game Plan, and the (laughs) course version of Get a Game Plan, is uh, to help people map out their ideal week. Mm -hmm. And it starts by blocking out your boulders, those things in your week that are Mm -hmm. most important to you. They're enriching. They help you show up as your best self for Mm -hmm. the other areas of your life, the big rocks and the pebbles. And mm-hmm. I like to include routines in yes. as a boulder because mm-hmm. routines help you show up as your best self throughout mm-hmm. your day. And it's always fun to watch people's faces whenever I add, because I have an example ideal week calendar up on the screen. Mm-hmm. And then when you add in the routines, suddenly 
the available amount of time that you have in your day shrinks when you are actually carving out space for routines. Mm -hmm. And I, I would love to hear your thoughts on mm -hmm. routines, time in the day for routines. Mm -hmm. Tell tell me a little bit about your thoughts on routines and, and what's that what that is like in terms of systemizing or scheduling. Mm -hmm. So I believe routines, just like I believe systems and schedules, number one, should be kept simple, but number two, that everybody can use these. We work better when we have routines. And the reason, and I'm sure you probably get this too, I get a lot of pushback on routines that people are just like, no, they're regimented, they're boring, I don't want to be a stick in the mud. And, or my favorite excuse for not liking routines is that they say, it's not for my personality type, or I'm an Enneagram, whatever, and routines just don't work for me. That is just not true. It's uh -huh. just not true. Routines will work for anyone. And if at any point you have, if anybody has ever felt that a routine or routines in general don't work for them, there is an actual bona fide reason why. Mm -hmm. There is a reason why. And it could be that your routine was boring, it was too long, or you were trying to do too much. It was too complicated. Again, simplifying is key. You didn't make time for it. You didn't set the intention or commit to the routine. It's possible that the routine didn't benefit you or didn't mm -hmm. result in anything for you. It's also possible that the routine wasn't made for you. There's so People yeah. talk about routines a lot. As much as we get pushback on routines, there's also so much talk about routine. But it is so easy to see someone you admire talk right. about their routine and think, oh, if it works for them and their insert desired result, right. then I'll be insert desired result if I do exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. But your life is not the same as their life. Right. And what works for them may not work for you and it may not work for me. So that, and I always say this, and I'm glad you're not drinking anything, but routines are as personal as your underwear preference. Oh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> they are as personal as your underwear preference. Maybe not, maybe it's not that personal, but you get the idea. And they should be made to work for you and your lifestyle or season of life. It cannot be built based on somebody else because yeah. they have, maybe they have five kids and you only have one. Or yeah. maybe they're working outside the home and you work for yourself. Those are huge differences. That's going to make a difference in how you do things. And it's even that there's different things that like, there's a lot of talk. People love journaling. There's a lot mm -hmm. of people that swear by journaling. It's part of their morning routine. Journaling doesn't work for me. I cannot get into it. It's not my thing. Mm -hmm. It makes my hand cramp. It just, <laughs> and I, I, I get to the end of it and I'm just like, I don't know why I did this. So I don't do it. Yeah. If yeah. it doesn't benefit me, why am I going to continue doing it? Yeah. Yeah. That's just taking up time in my day that I could be spending on something that actually does benefit me. That you do enjoy. I want to say, I cannot remember if it was in the happiness project or better than before, but Gretchen Rubin mm -hmm. wrote about wanting to start a meditation habit. So if it was habit, mm -hmm. it was probably better than before. And she felt that having a meditation habit would, you know, make her feel grounded. Lots of mm -hmm. people meditated. It was something that she felt like she should be doing, but she just couldn't get into it. And she accepted it and she like tried and then she walked away from it and let it be. You bring up such an important point that just because a routine works for someone else does not mean that you can copy and paste that onto someone else, onto exactly. yourself. Exactly. You, yep, you cannot do it.
a yep. routine. So we've talked a lot about routines in general. Are there certain routines that you think that everyone should have? How, tell me about those. Do you have essential routines? I have my yes. five favorite. I want to know what yours are. Yes. Yeah, so I have there. Actually, I have five favorites as well. And I actually think I um, listened to your podcast episode about this. And I was like, we share the same brain because I am a big believer in a morning routine. Yes. And again, and there's, we hear so much about morning routines. They're, they're practically beating us over the head with mm -hmm. what to do in a morning routine. None of those routines worked for me. I tried right. a lot of different things. I tried meditation, breath work, journaling, all of this stuff. And I was just like, none of it's working for me. Mm -hmm. I have very practical, if I were to tell you what, like the actual steps of my routine, they're so practical and simple that a lot of people would probably go, that's boring. But for me, it's exactly what I need mm -hmm. to start my day, end my day. It's what makes me feel good. It's what makes me feel like I'm ready to start the day or yeah. end the day. And that's and what's it just, important. That's what's important. That's what you need to be feeling when you're doing when you're doing your routines. And if you don't have that feeling, you need to change it. Yeah. That yeah. is when you need to change it. But like for me, it's like something as simple as just making sure I open my blinds, take my vitamins because I don't feel as awesome if I don't take them. Making sure that I'm taking care of the, the fur babies in my life every single day because otherwise they're going to get mad at me. So there's just certain things. And for me, I know there's also a lot of talk about should you make your bed? Should you not? Does it really set you up for success for the day? To me, if I don't make my bed, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. Like I am like really sick or just there's something wrong if I'm not making my bed. And I actually, it feels if I don't make my bed, it's like the whole rest of the day is thrown off. Mm -hmm. If there's this one thing and because like my office and my bedroom are connected, you can see that door back there. So if I can see if the bed is unmade and it just makes like everything yeah. else feel messy and just disorganized and just out of alignment and yeah. feeling in alignment for me is so important. And when I was even going through all of the health um, struggles that I had, routines are what kept me going mm. because at, there was so much about my life and my body that was out of my control. Mm. routines I could control. Yeah. And there was something about that, that it was, that was the one thing I could control. I knew what the outcome was going to be. And I knew that at least I could do on a daily basis. That was the one thing. And like, I had to have, I, um, emergency surgery, blood transfusion with a whole big, the whole big to do during my hospital stay, they were only giving me sponge baths. Oh, and those are terrible. And I remember when I came home and I was, I cried to my mom like the first morning and I was just like, I know it's going to be really hard, but could I please have a shower? That was all I wanted. Mm -hmm. And it's because I knew that was something I could control because being in the hospital, having a sponge bath, that was out of my control. And all I wanted was clean hair. That was all I wanted after surgery. And I'm sure new moms after you've given birth, like yes. you want to come home and shower in your own house, in your yep. own bathroom with all of your just surroundings and all of your products. And like something that my mom did, and that's even like part of my routine is that I use products that make me feel good. Mm -hmm. And so she brought down, she went and she got the lotion that I use every day. And it's like my favorite scent in the entire world. And she made sure that she had that ready after the shower for me to put on. And it Aww. made me feel like I was human again. Like yeah. it made me, it was such a comfort. And that's what routines should be. They should make you feel good. They should be a comfort. They should be something that you can rely on. That it's going to make you feel the same way every day. And that's when you hit the like the sweet spot of routine. All of this reminds me of is that we all have our own 
emergencies and the crazy of life and mm -hmm. so much in the world that is happening right now is beyond yes. our control. And if there's Ever, yep. anything that we've experienced collectively in the past two years is that we, our entire world can be shaken up. Everything can mm -hmm. change. But the one thing that we do have control over is how we spend our time with these routines or just mm -hmm. taking control of the time that we do have control of. Mm -hmm. And what goes on inside your house. Yes. And that's more in your control. Having routines to anchor yourself mm -hmm. and to exactly. give yourself that consistency in a world that mm -hmm. feels crazy. Exactly. And that's, and like we were talking about like the five routines that I rely on and that's a morning routine that sets you up for success for the day. There's an evening routine that makes sure that it's, for me, an evening routine kind of closes out the day, but also mm -hmm. sets me up for success the next day. Yeah. And then, and those are like the morning and evening routines are for life. That's for mm -hmm. making sure that all, everything is set and ready to go and okay. And I always say back to ground zero um, for your life. And then for my business, I have a daily startup routine and a daily shutdown routine. And again, it's what will set me up for success to, at the start of the day and how I can close the day and walk away from my laptop knowing I I've dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's. I almost just switched that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to make those are like the four and then to have, I call it a weekly reset mm -hmm. where you are just taking stock of what happened last week, what you need to do this coming week and what steps you can take. And I have this all laid out in Fresh start systems. Yeah. Just to make sure to really look at what's coming up that week and figure out, okay, what can I do now mm -hmm. that will save me time during the week? And mm -hmm. what can I plan out? What graphics can I make for social media? What posts can I schedule in advance? Making sure that if you're looking at your schedule and you're like, oh, you know what? I don't have enough breathing room between these two things. I really need to reschedule something. Mm -hmm. You can immediately do that then first thing Monday morning instead of either just leaving it because you didn't look at it and then right. everything is a mess or yeah. that you're trying to then reschedule it too late and then you can't, like there's all these things. But doing that weekly reset and also I do my weekly planning as part of that just to make sure that you can, again, I say I, I sound like a broken record, but to set, you, set yourself up for success. Yeah. That's what routines do. Like, again, like I said, there's that comfort, there's that, you know, consistency, continuity. It makes you feel good, but also to just keep yourself doing this instead of feeling like this and all <laughs> and things. and you can, if you since if you're listening <laughs> doing this oh yeah I just, didn't, <laughs> I just realized that <laughs> yeah it, doing this like keeping you even versus a roller yes. coaster of up and down exactly yes <laughs> I love that I love that I I'm cannot tell you how much I have loved this conversation with you today. I knew that I would. I knew that we would be kindred spirits. And Alexandra, can you tell us how we can continue learning from you and growing and understanding and simplifying and creating routines of our own? How can we stay in touch and continue learning from you? So you can always visit my website. I try to blog every single week. So that's theproductivityzone.com. My favorite and really only social media platform is Instagram. And there I am at the Productivity Zone. 
And then you can also check out, since we've talked so much about routines, you can check out running on routines in my system shop in there, along with Asana Assistant, like you were talking about and raving about, which makes me so happy. And there will be new stuff being added to the system shop soon. So that's going to be exciting. Exciting. Yes, I can completely vouch for Fresh Start Systems and uh, Asana Assistant, two amazing products that Alexandra has in her shop. And I am sure like I I know running on routines has to be fabulous as well. So if you're looking to up your routine game, bring a little bit more intention, a little bit more control, stability and positive uh, feelings into your life on a regular basis, I highly recommend you check that out. I'll link everything in the show notes, including her Instagram website and ways to stay in touch. So Alexandra, Thank you so much. This has been wonderful. And I look forward to keeping in touch and talking with you soon. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. And there you have it. How much fun was Alexandra? She seriously makes me want to color code literally everything and sprinkle emojis throughout my calendar like confetti. Proof that productivity doesn't have to be plain or boring. You can find links to the productivity tools that Alexandra mentioned, as well as links to her courses, Running on Routines, Asana Assistant, and Fresh Start Systems by visiting the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 120. I'm sure you can tell I am a huge fan of Asana Assistant and Fresh Start Systems. And don't forget to join the It's About Time Insiders newsletter by heading to abouttimepodcast.com forward slash news and grabbing my free guide to designing routines that stick. And before you go, let me tell you about next week's episode. Next week's episode, episode 121, is all about how I'm doing life lately. Back in episode 97, I shared that I joined an amazing company called Clockwise as their full-time head of community, and that I'd continue on my mission to ban busy as a badge of honor through the podcast and time management coaching. Now, a little over six months have passed, and I'm pulling back the curtain to share how I manage my time with a full-time job, my coaching business, the podcast, and my family. I always love hearing how others are making time for what matters most, so I thought it'd be fun to share what life looks like for me these days. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.